You got knocked the fuck out. Hey, young man. You got knocked the fuck out. Oh, you gonna be all right, Ronnie. Girl, it look like you got your ass wet. Now, did you at least pinch the bitch? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Culture Sports Podcast. I am your host, TK, and I am joined by my boy, my ace, my co-host, Mr. Jarius Thomas of the Unapologetic Geek and the Unapologetic Experience. What's happening, dog? Bruh, in Facebook jail on one hand and, and fighting for Facebook freedom on the other, man. <laughs> That's a saga I'm not going to get into. But yeah, dog, it's been, it's been kind of rough. It's been a rough Black History Month, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, we need a do-over, dog. Cause <laughs> I, I reset. Like I, I swear, it's you know it's getting worse by the goddamn day, man. <laughs> and it's the last week, man. And then my birthday is on Saturday, man. I'm, I'm a brand this motherfucker, like, bro. Damn, you know, it, it's almost like niggas waking up, like, what's next? <laughs> what, what the hell is next? You fearful, man? Like, goddamn. <laughs> Like man, the 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 sports world has taken some big L's for the, <laughs> for this month, man. Because you know, and we we might touch on 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 all of them a little bit, but uh, you got the whole shit with with Gail and Snoop uh, concerning Kobe. Then you got you know Barkley and his two cents. You got Jason Whitlock and his ignorance. It's just um. You got Lil Boosie weighing in on, on oh you my know, God. Dwayne Wade saga. and his saga. Um, and then you got Last Night. So, you know, uh, like I was telling you earlier, man, you know, I went out having a good time with the wife. And I was uh, I was sipping on, I, you know, maybe my third... I don't know, Long Island or whatever. Um, that motherfucker was strong too, by the way. Shout, shout out to the bar at the Crown Plaza. Hey. But uh, I get back to the room, dog, and I watched him um, come out. And let, let me just say that his his ring entries was a motherfucker, man. Both of them. You know, both like, of them had some some cold ass ring entries, bro. Like. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you know, but Wilders is really good. You know, my my blackness got a yeah, yeah, shout yeah. out. You know, his like like his shit was extra dope. Uh, you know, but we should have known it was gonna be some shit, man, because this nigga was dressed like Emperor Zerg. <laughs> okay, you going Emperor Zerg? I'm going uh, Lord Zed from Power Rangers. Ah, oh, yeah, Zed. I'm going with that, but he had a hint of Skeletor in there from He Man. But uh, just a hint. It was, it, you know, it was dope, man. And and well, I'm, I'm gonna let you talk about it, man, because because right, like I saw the fight start off, dog, and I'm looking at it start off in. Next day I know I wake up, it's the beginning of the seventh round. That's how that's yeah, how lit I was. All right, man. So we get through the, the pump and circumstance. 
of everything. Like it took so long before they even got to the entrances. But I will say this: them honoring uh, the the heavyweights of the past was really dope. Um, and they welcomed Mike Tyson into the ring in in a in such a way that he kind of filled your heart up, man. Like they were going through the intros, and then they did Holyfield, and right after Holyfield, they did Tyson. Tyson had uh, had on some some red pants and a black <laughs> a black uh, top, but it was it was like you know it was just good seeing all those heavyweights again, man. He and Holyfield actually hugged on there. So that was surreal in and of itself. Right. That's and then we up. get through we get through the the entrances. Uh we talked a little bit about both. I think Deontay Wilder's entrance was amazing. Um but the I don't even know who the artist is, but he was rapping them all the way down, talking about black history, and then you got the pictures of Malcolm X and Tupac and Martin Luther King and Obama and all of that was going on in the background. That was really cool. But it's it's something about watching a fight, when you see the demeanor of the fighters, it kind of lets you know how it's gonna go. Um, I watched the 30 for 30, because I, I, I remember watching Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson a little bit, like in passing when I was a kid. But I watched the 30 for 30 about that fight. And if you've looked at it, uh, if you've ever seen it, it's excellent 30 for 30, by the way. But they talk about how Tyson just wasn't there how he, he like you could see it when he walked in the ring it's that eye of the tiger it's a little bit of cliche and it comes of course from rocky three but it's that eye of the tiger that you could see between the fighters that's and the reason i bring that up is the last time i saw a situation where one fighter didn't look like he was or they were really ready for the fight was holly home against ronda rousey ronda holly home had that look like i'm about to beat this bitch ass and I'm not saying bitch because it's a woman. I just apply that word to all fighters. <laughs> but anyway, she looked at it. And then when Ronda fought against Amanda Nunez, it was the same look. Nunez gave her the look like, I'm about to kill her. And Ronda just didn't have that, that bravado. You can kind of tell by that look. Something was missing with Wilder. Even after he took all of, all of his... Uh, that, that costume and everything he had on, it was just something missing. So we get to the first round, and they're trading blows, and there's this moment in the first round where you can see Tyson kind of catches the back of his head on the left side. And uh, almost immediately, Deontay Starr is bleeding out of his ear. It, some people are saying that it's an illegal punch. My thing is, it, it clearly wasn't intentional, and I'm not quite sure how much of the back of his head he, he got that would have caused it. It could have either been on the ear directly, or it was like maybe slightly on the back of the head. But anyways, it looks like his eardrum may have burst. Which, that's surreal when you think about it. Like, how hard does a motherfucker have to hit you for your eardrum to burst? But anyway, so Wilder went down, and he got up. And I think it's a combination of his equilibrium being off in, in, in uh, tandem with how that first fight between the two ended. To me, Wilder was acting a little different after that initial fight from what was it, 2018 when they fought? And, and yeah, they, I think Wilder's had a fight since then, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he did. But, but 
it's just something. It's so, It was a difference in how he acted with that guy against how he acted with Fury from that point forward and throughout the little press conferences and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I think he's a little timid when it comes to, to uh, Tyson Fury for whatever reason. And the fight really showed that, man. I know you said you, you kind of blacked out between the first and the seventh. Fury dominated that fight to the point where if it was going to go to decision, I think it would have been unanimous in Fury's favor. It, it looks like Wilder, Wilder couldn't find that right punch. He was constantly against the ropes. He was bleeding all over the damn place. He was getting a couple of shots in on Fury, but it was nothing significant. From the first to the seventh round, if I were to score it, I would have given Tyson Fury all seven of those rounds. That's how dominant he looked. Man, so so the the part that I saw, um <laughs> man, it it was like I, I opened my eyes and kind of shook the cobwebs out. Apparently the uh Wilder was doing the same thing. Um <laughs> But when I op- re- like really focus on on the screen, I saw this blood and I saw Fury lick this nigga, man. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, and, he's a showman, dog. I, <laughs> you you know, man. Like I I love boxing, and usually when I you know, it, it for me I, I've never really had like boxing matches where I've watched where I just really hated the opposition of, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love one fight, I hated the other, except for uh, Floyd and uh, MMA dude, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, yeah. Yeah. But, like, other than that, like, I, I've never really just had a, a dog in a fight to where I, I got a favorite fight. Well, <clears throat> my favorite fighter is Roy Jones. Okay. But, you know, watching Roy, there was never anybody that he fought that I just hated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people hated Tyson Fury for whatever reasons, but it's weird because he, he seems like a nice dude. Yeah, like I, yeah. I've I've always found him just you know he's fucking entertaining as hell. Yeah, like he doesn't take himself serious, you know, as far as his actions. Definitely as far as his his looks and all of that shit, you know. So I've always thought he was just a funny dude. Yeah. Um, but. I've also said he was a much more superior boxer than he's a uh, student of the game, clearly. Than De- uh Deontay Wilder. Yeah. And and you know, that showed. Um I mean it showed in the first one, man. It did. Two it, it took two knockdowns. It, the two knockdowns was enough for the judges to just to give their de- decision to make a draw, which clearly was to set up this fight. Yeah. But it justified it to him when in reality, Tyson fucking won that first fight, man. Uh I I can't say that. I I'll say it like he I, he really won that first fight. It was, I, now I'm not saying it was it was uh like a dominant win, like an overwhelming win. Yeah. It, it can be argued, but to me he won the first fight. Well, I I really wouldn't you know, I, I didn't, you know, begrudge anybody who thought he won. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, my whole thing was, dog. He dropped him twice, and that yeah. that that second one, the count was kind of spotty to me. You know, oh, the one that, that uh, when when Wilder walked off, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, watching it over and over, 
I felt like, you know, he got that T in the end. Oh, man, we doing an award show now? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, I felt like he... He 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 was out, um, yeah. but you know, I like I said, I I, I really wasn't mad yeah. at you know people who who thought yeah you know, I never otherwise. Thought that the, the one thing I can't it, that was just uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt to me with that first fight was he was outboxed. Uh, oh yeah, out. now he was definitely outboxed. Yeah, and. Yeah. And the one thing that that was a glaring difference, you know, between the two fighters, man, which didn't like I, I, I was pulling for Wilder for this fight. I mean, we all know why, but yeah. um, the the glaring difference for me and the reason why it never it didn't surprise me that he lost. I was more surprised at how bad he lost. If I'm being honest, me too. That, but, was, that was my surprise. But I'm not surprised he, that he lost. Is that Fury went and upgraded his corner, went and upgraded his training, went and upgraded, you know, uh, the instructions and his game plan. Wilder didn't do none of that shit, man. Exactly. And Wilder started to rest on the laurels of that right hand. Which, I mean, he's a badass. You can't really blame him, but at the same time, somebody, you need to have somebody in your corner to say, hey, that guy expose some of your deficiencies. You need All to work on them. You need to work on them to even have a chance. I don't think he had anybody. Well, it's clear he didn't have anybody in his no. corner that just flat out said that and and came to him. And this kind of takes me back to Ronda Rousey. Uh, Ronda's mom told her way ahead of her first loss, "You need to get a better corner to work on X, Y, and Z deficiency because that corner is gonna get you fucked up." She didn't listen. And they got her fucked up. And this is what happened to um to Deontay Wilder. It's like, and, and I want to see how he bounces back. To me, as crazy as this sounds, you truly get to see how great a boxer is in defeat. Not no knock against Floyd Mayweather. His yeah. his undefeated record is impressive. But he never had that adversity to, to come back from. So I'm just like, yeah, he's a great fighter, but I just wonder how it would be after he took a loss. What kind of, what would you, what would be unlocked after that? And some people bounce back from it, like Ali, and others don't quite do it, especially when they have things in their personal life going on, like Mike Tyson. So it's going to be interesting interesting to see how much time Wilder takes off and how long it takes to come back. Uh, I'm glad he didn't do the press conference yesterday because he was clearly concussed to me. When he was speaking, it, it was like you you saw that glassy look in his face. And even the video on ESPN as they were setting up the press conference uh, area, when his girlfriend was sitting down talking to him, it looks like she was trying to reach him like, hey, come back around type deal. And I'm glad he, he just took care of himself or somebody in his corner decided, hey, we're just going to send him to the hospital because he clearly he's clearly not here. Yeah, man. Um, <sighs> listen, man, you know, to, to go back to what you were saying about, you know, improving, like like you said, Rousey didn't do it. Um, and, and how you said how he bounces back. 
I I really hope he does. Um, I, I do think that there there will be another fight between the two. I think we're a long way from it. But yeah, yeah, like it's it it was so one sided that Wilder has to prove himself worthy now. Yeah. Um. But if 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 he's serious, like I said, I I really hope he. He he improves his his corner man and and improves his his overall skill, dog. That 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 brawling shit just ain't gonna work for everybody. Yeah, and you would you would have thought after that first fight, considering uh, Fury took him to twelve and basically walked through that right hand plenty of times. Yep. In that first fight, he that just they, got caught with one. Yeah, like yeah. they would have came in the second fight. Like, okay, nigga, we we got we working on our defense, we working on our counter punching, we working on our footwork. Like they worked on none of that. Mm-hmm. The wilder that you saw in fight number fifteen was the wilder that you saw in the fight last night. Yeah, and it's crazy. It got his ass smoked. 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 Like straight up, and. and which takes me to another thing. All the hotels out there are trying to make this a hotel situation where y'all love the white man beating the black man. That's not what it is. No matter who you are, you get roasted. If Manny Pacquiao could get roasted after he lost to Floyd Mayweather, Deontay Wilder could get roasted after he lost to Tyson Fury. It doesn't make us want to see him lose. Right. It's it's kind of like with Tyler Perry. We got to point out when you, when you don't, you're not doing your best, man. Right. <laughs> and Deontay Wilder just wasn't doing his best before this fight. Now, see, see, you, you, you. I was just about to say before you, you said this. All right, man. We, we kind of was serious about the fight and cover the serious shit. Now let's <laughs> jump into all the the petty, ignorant the nonsense, the jokes and shit. No, you know. uh, Speak, speaking of what you just said, man, like as soon as I picked up my phone this morning, the first thing I saw that circulating was was a, a, one of the Hotep Chronicles, uh, you know, talking about what you just said, man. Yeah. Like, dog, listen, y'all. You can love black people and still be critical of the shit yes. that they're doing or not Absolutely. doing. Like we, we have to get an understanding of that shit. Because what what was wild about it, the same people who's talking that shit would be the same ones that walk away from this man if he was out here doing some ignorant and illegal and, and looking stupid and got black folks looking stupid. You know what I'm saying? Right. They'd have been like, oh, he just an athlete. He ain't nobody special. So, like, let this nigga get these jokes. He got to get them. He, he got to get them. Period. It's easy as that, man. It's just unfortunate it was Black History Month and it was after he did a Black History tribute during his entrance. Right. And then it was speaking of Black History, it was after he said uh, the following to the Zone News. He says, and I quote, they picked the wrong month for this fight to happen. Oh, when, my God. When I knock the Gypsy Queen out, he'll become a Black History Month trivia question. <sighs> Two well, days, two days later. He's still in the he's in the trivia question. Oh yeah. <laughs> just just not the way, you know, just not the way that, that Deontay imagined it would be, dog. I think about a month after that train. No, I'm not even gonna say a month. 
Tyson Fury recently was in a WWE event. I think at the end of 2019. Um, and I think the fight with with Wilder was announced shortly after that. I believe after Fury lost to Wilder, maybe a month after that, maybe two, he called his guys up and was like, look, this is the fight I want next. Whenever Wilder's done with his next fight, this is the fight I want next. I know it. Let's go ahead and get started working now. What do I need to do? He went to somebody. He consulted with somebody and said, what do I need to do to beat this guy? They came up with strategy. That was the moment they worked for it. The Bronze Bomber was just out here living, man, that savage life. And the thing I've always heard about with boxing is when you get that success. And actually, Rocky... uh, Rocky three, I know I, this is the second time I'm referring to this, kind of touches on that, man. When you get the success and you start doing commercials and all that kind of shit, that next hungry fighter is right on your ass, man. And in this situation, Tyson Fury was the next hunger fighter. And he just he just caught he caught Wilder slipping. And and yeah. made last night fight look like Rocky Foe. <laughs> oh my God! Throw in the damn towel. By the way, shout out to his corner man for protecting him. Uh, yeah, bro. They, yeah. you know, they had to protect him from himself, dog. Because yeah. <laughs> I respect like, people for doing that, man. When they just, uh, it's like, no, no. This nigga's just gonna have to be mad at me. Yeah, exactly. You know, He's just but, gonna be mad, right? Because, like, dog. Um, well. <laughs> When 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 he hit that man and he like fell, kind of fell. He was he was holding him and he looking out the ring. You know, all I could hear was was uh was Martin. <laughs> from, <laughs> yeah, yeah, from from uh, that uh, guard your grill episode. Yeah, you know, like like. <laughs> Come on, man! This uh, should be funny. It shouldn't be funny. Man. Listen, it 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 shouldn't be, dog. But I, I swear, man, all I heard was, "Let me get a bucket of fries, two chitlins, <laughs> and a bowl of sunflower seeds." And like, man, it got to the point where <laughs> it got to the point where he was trying to put his guard up, and he was just getting hammered. And I'm like, somebody say this, man, man. Somebody, and somebody stepped in. And he tried to <laughs> he tried to come up and uh and and ask his corner, why'd you do that? Right. And the corner man stood his ground and was like, "Bro, you wasn't saying what I was saying, man." <laughs> like, hey, dog, he had you. Like, like I'm I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure at the end, uh, hey, he was like this. Hey man. For him, dog, because I knew niggas was gonna be relentless. Oh yeah, I knew with, what with the jokes. Be. Like 
it, it is what it is, man. It is is no love lost for this, man. You know, for for those who listening and for those who who know me and, and follow the culture sports and follow my personal pages, whatever. You know, I'm I'm gonna let them off. I'm 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 firing them off. Like yeah, you gonna let them fly. Oh uh, yeah, like nobody is above reproach, dog. Black, <laughs> white, yellow, purple. You know. It, it's just for it's, it's it's nothing disrespectful, but it's you gonna get these jokes, dog. Period. You got to, dog. You got to. That's part of the culture too, right? <laughs> Getting them jokes, dog. Like like dog, you have roasted your closest homeboy for shit. <laughs> you know, you well, think, yeah, like you think I ain't. You think I I ain't gonna roast a nigga. I, I really don't know when I had roasted somebody that I love. Who, by the way. Still ain't my heart. Who I love, you know, harshly. Yeah, everybody gonna get it, dog. Right. That's that's just that's just what it is, man. That's just what it is, man. You know, I I like I said earlier. I I hope he he pulls it together, man. Tighten up, you know, for his next fight, and 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 down the line we'll see this one. But now we got to see Joshua and, and Fury go at it. Two boxes. I think Josh is going to get work. I think he is, too. I, I think, I'm, I'm I think, not sold on I think on. Wilder would have beat him. I'm not sold on Joshua at all, but, yeah. you know, you just – well, who else is in the heavyweight? So, like, it's just one of them them situations that's just got to happen because this is what we got in the sport. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dad. What are we doing, man? Man, my my phone, man. I thought I had it off. Ah, yeah, yeah. Come on, bro. Come on. Anyway, moving on, man. What's our next topic? So, you know, man, it's 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 been kind of slow in the sports world, man. Um, you know, uh, we just had the All Star Game recently, and everybody, you know, was talking about the format and how awesome it was, and. You know, with the with the Elam rule, and for those of you who don't know, the Elam rule is uh, basically you go to a final score rather than uh, the time running out. And you know, it, it was brought up back in the day, a little earlier, to uh, get rid of the the fouls and shit at the end, stoppage of the games with some bullshit fouls and all of that, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So everybody's praising the NBA about how well the All-Star game was because it's been trash for a while. But this one was pretty good. And, you know, the different media outlets or whatever was giving the NBA props for doing this. And Ice Cube was like, hold up. Not so fast. Very interesting. Not so fast. Like, we was doing this shit in the big three since its inception. And uh, I believe his tweet was like, basically, you welcome. I wonder how far that's gonna go. Like, yeah, are we gonna is he ain't gonna end up having to, you know, bring him in for some consultations or something like that because the big three is just cool. Yeah, uh, it is. It, it's it's a really cool league. It's a really cool setup, and the tickets are dirt cheap for you to just go and see some people who. Uh, some of which might should still be playing, considering some of the players in the league and others that 
kind of fell out of grace, but uh, ended up being doing some great things over there. It's it's a good alternative to the NBA, just like the XFL has suddenly become a good alternative to the NFL. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, do you think it'll it'll sustain? I oh, think you, so. think it's too early to tell. If they if they keep the XFL what it is right now, and and because it looks like they're not trying to compete with the NFL, which is what you should do. But it is a really fun alternative to the NFL product, and it's just wild, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like man, somebody getting their ass whooped, and you put a microphone in front of their face, <laughs> and not a coach. Now you put a play, and this is why players don't have microphones in front of their faces at halftime or whatever right. the case may be. They usually go to the coach because the coach can control himself. Dude, what's that quarterback? Oh, he used to play in the NFL. His was hilarious, man. I think it was last week. Uh, uh, Matt McGloin. Yes. Basically blame the coach and the coach blame him like <laughs> like you got these niggas beefing in real time on TV. In real time on TV. I would if anybody is skeptical about watching the XFL, I would implore you, please go and check out just one game. It is way more entertaining than I ever thought it would be. Period. Yeah, yeah like I I'm glad that they didn't they didn't do it like that first iteration where yeah. it was just like it was all about the show. Yeah. You know, like it was less about the game itself and more about shock value. Um, the only good thing that came out of that first uh, XFL was the camera angles and their use of. Uh, that the, the uh, Isn't that where the, the little sky cam thing came from that made it look like Madden. Yeah. Yeah, that's where that came from. And it was cool, but I attribute it to Vince McMahon, and here's why. You can say what you want about the WWE. They are the uh the the pinnacle of production. Like camera angles and all that shit, they got that to the size, man. And you always get the best angle of everything, and that translates over to the XFL. The XFL has wonderful camera work, and the NFL borrowed from the first iteration of it. Right. Uh, but beyond that, yeah, it was pretty goofy starting out. Yeah. So you know, man, I I I I think it is it'll last for a while. Um, they put enough money behind it, they, and then you know they got they got a bunch of billionaires over it. So right, and then yeah. they got um. You know, the back in the Fox and, and I think the NFL, you know, taking notice and probably extend that, that olive branch and, and whatnot. Yeah. I, I think it'll last last a while, man. I, I'm hoping so. Football yeah, I, year I, round I, is, is always a good thing. Awesome. Hell yeah. I uh, I hope Georgia goes ahead and Atlanta gets a team. Yeah. I'd be able to go or whatever. But um circling back to the NBA All Star game, I thought the format changes were cool. Um I thought the the fourth quarter rule was kind of it's kind of like forced a little bit to um to to kind of honor Kobe. Yeah. Uh but I do love the trophy being changed. Yeah. To to honor him. I thought that was really cool. And um it, it made for a more exciting all star game. I definitely say that. Right. Especially in the fourth quarter, it just became 
a playoff game all of a sudden. Uh, do you want your games to end on free throws? Probably not, and that's something that they'll tweak later. Right. But the All-Star game is, as a whole was dope to me. Can't say that much about the slam dunk contest, but, oh, you know. Jesus. It, it, it was trash. I won't say that. I won't say that. Now, the outcome was trash. Okay, I got you. Like, got you like you know, the the way that the the way that it ended marred the whole thing. Yeah. And then you know the scoring, like, it, and, and then no, when you got somebody that's trying to same shit, yeah, trying to same yeah. dunks over and over, missing, missing, and still get a fifty. Yeah. Like, like, come on, dog. It's you know, Gordon ter- is a great ter- jumper, a dunker, though. He done. Yeah. He said yeah, he's he done. done. He's he done. But I'm sorry. After that dunk over the mascot in 2016, where he went under his legs and he still lost, I'd have been done then. Yeah, I would have been done then because what the fuck? What more do you want the man to do? Yeah. And he had some. He had some great dunks. They had some great dunks this year. Um, but yeah, it's ultimately it's it's a wash. We. And it's difficult to maintain because you have those off years where you really can't remember shit about it. But then out of nowhere, this kid who can just jump out the gym comes and he impresses. And I don't know, maybe it'll, maybe it'll pick back up next year when Zion is really able to be a part of it because I think maybe he's so. kind, of, kind of protecting his health right now. But I, I, it's no doubt in my mind if he was healthy, he would have been in it this year. Maybe so, man, but you know, like I, I hadn't I hadn't really been interested in the dunk contest since Vince Carter My God. rewrote everything about it and just you know, automatically became the greatest dunk contest ever. I don't think we'll ever see that again. Um like that was a tough act to follow and you know, the contest just went downhill since then. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I don't think we'll ever see it to to the likes of that ever again. Whether you got Zion or whomever, like everybody thought we would have got it one day. Was hoping Kobe and LeBron got in and all of that, but you know, you'll never see it. Yeah, you won't. You won't, unfortunately. But it is what it is. No doubt. Um, sp- speaking of is what it is. And I, you know, I'm gonna keep it brief because because we've read about it and seen it and talked about it uh, ad nauseum. But again, and, and you touched on this last week, y'all niggas got to stop with this D Wade shit. <sighs> yeah, y'all yeah. got to stop. Now you got, you know, you, you got Boosie weighing in on it, and people actually agreeing with his shit, like. Just stop, y'all. Not once did this man say that that they was gonna remove any body part from this child. But yeah. Boosie said it, you niggas took it and ran with it. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's kind of how it just goes. Celebrities say things and niggas think that that's that's gospel. Uh, it was a situation. Ah, oh, what it, the girl dad situation? And they kept yeah. saying that Kobe said that in an interview. No, he didn't. The girl where the hashtag originated from says it wasn't an interview. She just met him backstage and they had a conversation and he said that. Right. But niggas, niggas just, just knew they heard that in an interview and just went on from there. I mean, you know, why why let details get in the way? Facts. Uh, yeah. Facts yeah. and details. Facts. Who needs those? 
you know, but but for real, man, like y'all gotta stop this. Yeah, like I, I know he he brought it out. Um and I, I think his his reasoning was more preemptive because you know, they take family pictures and they posted pictures and I remember seeing a picture with little boy had his nails did and you know, the question started. So I guess he was like, Fuck it. Before y'all get to ask it, I'ma just tell you this is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, you know, man. Well, matter of fact, that comes on today, if I'm not mistaken. The uh, the documentary about yeah. his life, yeah. And a part of me, because I'm glad you brought up documentary. A part of me, you know, I'm hoping and wishing that it wasn't like a, a, a ploy, you know, to uh, capitalize on, capitalize off of, you know, with his documentary and with his, you know, other shit he got going on and all of that. Because if it is, then he's a foul motherfucker for that. Oh yeah, definitely. But I'm not, I'm not saying that's what he's doing. I'm hey, just, just, just knowing Dwayne Wade's history and stuff. I don't think that's the case. But you know what, man? I don't put nothing beyond anybody. I mean, it, exactly. Yeah, you know, Justice Smollett can get out of here and capitalize off the mega movement. By doing what he did, then you know, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Right. But you know, man, it is what it is, man. I, I just I just hope we get better. Um February is a wash. So I hope <laughs> I hope come March, you know, we all do a little bit better, man. Cause yeah, no, we damn sure need it. Absolutely, man. Prayers up. Right. Now now before we ease up out of here, man, you know, like I, I always, I ask you what you got going on, anything new and exciting you want to tell everybody about. Well, uh, one thing I got going on is the Unapologetic Experience, which is the podcast uh, for the Unapologetic Geek. Now has its own Facebook page, partly because it's something I already wanted to do, and the second part is because of some unfortunate situations where the unapologetic geek was wrongfully uh, wrongfully suspended as a page. So I created another one. Uh, the unapologetic geek will be back up and operating soon and we'll be avoiding any further suspension by Mark Zuckerberg or whatever his name is. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go follow the unapologetic experience on Facebook. Um, and I'm still working on the YouTube. I have more details on it coming soon, and I'll make an announcement on the show about it in a future episode. No doubt. Um, as for myself, man, same old shit, different day. Just uh, grinding it out, man. Just trying to get better at everything that I'm doing. You have been. You definitely have been, man. You the know, videos are, are amazing. I appreciate that, man. Um, folks, you know, you know, you can check us out. Um, the culture sports on Twitter. Um, you can check out some of the shit we're doing on uh, Black with No Chaser uh, on our website, on, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Like we just intertwine, man, and just cross promoting and posting and, and everything to to get the brand out, get the awareness out, and all of that. So yeah, make sure you check it out. Right there. Oh yeah, we we trying to build this black on from the bottom. And gonna gonna keep it going. For sure, for sure, man. I appreciate I appreciate this show, man. I appreciate working on this show with you, working alongside Black with No Chaser and stuff, man. And I mean it's all it's it's only up. 
Only up. It's going better for both brands, Black Minota Chase and Unapology of the Geek, than it is for Black History Month. But I think if I get out of Black History Month the way it's going, we'll be fine, man. Uh, I'm sure looking forward to it. Never thought I'd say it. Right. So by the time uh, you hear our next next episode after this one, we will be in March. So hopefully it'll be a lot better things to talk about on the positive (laughs) side. For sure. So uh, with that being said, on behalf of myself, on behalf of the unapologetic geek, Mr. Jairus Thomas, on behalf of the culture sports and black with no chaser, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. And we are looking forward to seeing you in a better circumstances come March. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Thank you.